Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Odin's Movie Blog. I am the critic who is a cynic. How is everyone doing this evening? Welcome back to the One Man Low Council, where tonight's main question is, should movie theaters begin to reopen? If you watched my video on the main channel today, you saw that I seem to ask this same question, as there are now reports that the governor of Georgia wants to start to reopen the economy, and one of the things on his list is indeed movie theaters because of the very unique situation that movie theaters are in where you can have so-called distance, so-called um, safe... I wanted to say safe spacing, but that's not the word that I was looking for. Um, but, you know, safe uh, required... What is it? Social distancing. You could have your so-called social distancing done seemingly easily, especially with now the online age of having reserve seating and being able to block out whatever seats that you want. So that's going to be one of the main topics that we're talking about today. But before we dive into that, just want to shout out my DLive community who is back at it. So finally figured out the issue, had to basically... Uh, had to basically redo my DLive account with Restream, had to take it off, delete the channel, redo it, and I seem to be coming through just fine to the DLive community, coming through over on YouTube as well. So just shout out to the DLive fam. Welcome back to the show. So let me go ahead and shout out some peeps in YouTube real quick. Chronologic. At 5.22, Lore, that's that's quite early, uh, said yes. And I'm assuming that was his answer to the question, should movie theaters begin to reopen? I imagine that a lot of people feel that way. Mr. Peabody said hola at 6.13 p.m. JWAR123 is here in disguise. Anya, not amused. What's going on? Tina was in the chat early. The member Man was over there as well saying, instructions unclear, licked the like button instead. Well, I'm still glad to hear that you licked that like button. Thank you very much. Heimdall is indeed on. I remember today, everybody. Isn't that nice? Hologram Nunchuck is in the chat. Soul Assassin. Father Christopher Miller, hail to you, Father. Slicer Neons is here. Hyper and X13 is in the chat as well. Stream Elements seems to be running. Zacharot315 says hello, hello to you, good sir. Uh, Mark Krell is in the chat as well. Nathan Slay says, Hail to you, Odin, and I want movie theaters to be reopened because I want some freaking normalcy. And that's pretty much where I am right now. And I think that a lot of us are in that position. You know, obviously, we want people to be safe. We want people to be healthy. We don't want our actions to cause death and destruction, basically. But at the same time, we also we want some sense of normalcy to return. And we're reading reports all over the place. And some are saying one thing and others are saying another. Some are saying it's worse than what it is. Others are saying it might not be as bad as what it is. Some reports are now saying that the amount of people that show no symptoms whatsoever is substantially higher than we first considered, meaning that the death rate, etc., is significantly lower than we assumed it would be, which makes people say, okay, let's get back to work then. While on the other side of it, there are still a lot of questions left to be answered as well. These are just certain studies, and the biggest problem, of course, is that the models are constantly changing, and also we really don't know who we can trust right now. We can't trust the media, because the media have an agenda with every single thing they do. We really can't trust the administration, we can't trust the president, we can't trust anyone in government, because government likes to spin things, and sometimes keep things from the people, and so we're left with our own devices, essentially, and that's all we can really trust. And it's a really sad position to be in where we really can't trust anybody. 
And uh, it's just one of those things. It's one of the reasons why I wish the media would get their heads out of their asses and actually do their job because we need a media that is honest at a time like this. We need a media that's going to give us the facts, that's not going to spin things for their own political agendas, especially at a time when there's so much not only misinformation out there, but also information that we need a lot of clarification on. So, yes, indeed, I want some normalcy as well, which is why, for me, to answer the question, what do I think? Should movie theaters begin to reopen? I, I would say yes. Now, should it be under guidelines? Should it be under certain restrictions? Sure. Let's have a slow rollout, but let's get the ball rolling. And that's not just movie theaters, that's the entire economy. Let's start to reopen the economy. And that has more to do with the fact that I know too many people that have had to file for things like unemployment, that have been furloughed, have been fired, have been whatever, and the only way that's going to stop and reverse is if we start to reopen things. And if we need to do that by being safer and social distancing and wearing a mask, perhaps even to work, okay. If, if, that's what, if that's what needs to happen for us to essentially be allowed to work, and even I have, I have a problem saying that, for us to be allowed to go back to work. There's one of those few things that I think that human beings have a right to. It's work. We have a right to work and we have a right to leisure. That's, of course, the biblical side of me, right? Six days of work, one day of rest. We have a right to work. We have a right to rest. And so for us to be in a position where some people don't right now have the right to work, no matter what country you're in, I have a not just a legal problem with, but also even a moral problem with as well. Um, but obviously, it's got to be situational. It's got to be uh, depending on the state, depending on the country, depending on the county even. But we need to start to reopen things. That's my position. I think we need to start to reopen things. Uh, Dean Heiss says, hello, hello to you, good sir. Josue Vagia, what's going on? Hybrid XR Teen uh, had a comment before the chat skipped on me. Uh, he said, hello, my brother. How's it going? It is going just fine. Glad to see you. Back in the chat. Hardwick is here. He says, have you seen The Quick and the Dead? No, I have not seen The Quick and the Dead. However, as of today, I don't know if Bruce is in the chat just yet, but Bruce, I finally saw The Naked Prey, and I was not a big fan. (laughs) I'm just going to be honest with it. I gave it a solid C rating. Uh, I think I'm going to do an individual review of the film for the Welcome to Asgard channel. But basically, it had a lot of what I would describe as objective flaws especially with the African tribes that they have in the movie, there's a lot of choreography flaws with the various tribes. Like, there's a lot of things that just bothered me a lot, including dead people that are breathing and the blood looking like ketchup and just things like that from an objective standpoint that even at its time that it was made in history, I feel like there were films at that same time that were doing those various things better. I did like certain aspects of the film, which is why I gave it as high as I did with a C, but I also had some objective issues with it as well. Um, but the, the acting was on par. I, I think the acting by far is, is amazing, but I finally saw the naked prey and I was not a huge fan of it. So Bruce, I don't know if you're in here or not. Uh, I just wanted to get that out there since it was off the top of my head. Since someone asked me if I had seen a movie. Uh, John Cockerstone, what's going on? Soul Assassin's here. Tina says, Hey, captain messaged. She, Captain, oh, okay, gotcha. The Valkyrie message. The captain, my general, has messaged. Uh, Steph says she's leaving work soon. It's been another one of those days. Seems a lot of kids aren't doing their online classes. It's bad. Yeah. 
Yeah, uh, t- talk to me about it. Uh, there's a lot of students that I have that are not doing their work, and there's nothing that we can do about it because we're not being allowed to penalize them. We're, we're allowed to hound them down, basically, but I think that that's not something that we should be doing. We shouldn't have to hunt students down for them to be doing their work. It's either they do their work or they don't do their work, and they don't do their work on time, you lose points. That's been my philosophy, um, and that, that's something that I hope we start doing. But right now, we're not. Uh, it's, it's been kind of, a, kind of an issue with me. I understand where we're coming from because obviously we want to be lenient with kids that are struggling with anxiety and things like that. And I'm willing to work with anyone. Uh, we had a, you know, obviously storms come through and they have people that have lost power. And every single one of them who I've either have contacted me or I've been contacted about, I've said, yeah, absolutely. Your, your grades are pending now. You know, they're not incomplete. They're not zeros or anything like that. They're pending. And I have no problem leaving that the way that it is because those are real issues that people are dealing with. But then there's also the kids that are playing video games all the time. We know that these kids exist because even parents have thrown their kids under the bus with this. And it's a problem. And I, for those kids, which I would, I would argue personally are going to be higher than the number of other people that are dealing with anxiety, et cetera. And I would say the vast majority are just regular everyday students who are getting their work done because most of my students, most of them are actually getting their work done on time. And it's great. But I would say out of those two groups of students not doing work, the ones that are just lazy and the ones that have issues, the ones that are lazy outnumber the ones that have issues. And it's because of that we need to start taking things a little bit more seriously is what I would say. All right. Tina also says, I have and it's crazy. Sharon Stone sucks. Gene Hackman was excellent. And that was one of Russell Crowe's first American roles. Talking about the quick and the dead. Yeah, I have not seen that myself. Slash Neon says, I hear North Korea might be under new management and China is arresting more protesters in Hong Kong. Asia is a mess. And here's the thing. As soon as I heard that report that apparently Kim Kim Jong-un is under the weather or is potentially sick or in a dangerous situation, I immediately called BS. And that was before I'd even read the story or or looked at the source because part of me was like, okay, I'm assuming this news came from North Korea. And just like with China, I don't trust anything coming out of that country. So, I mean, it very well could be true. It could come from a very reliable source. I honestly don't know. I haven't even looked into it. All I know is I got, I had the, I got the headline that popped up on my phone, and I'm like, I don't believe it. <laughs> I really just don't believe that for a second. Um, just because, again, just like with China, I just don't trust any of the news coming out of various countries. Uh, Nana Reaper, what is going on? Good sir, says Odie, uh, Odin Media Honestly. Uh, Odin Media Honesty. Ha, that will never happen. That's the thing, though, is that it has happened in the past. I mean, obviously, people are always going to be people, are going to have their own biases, but I just feel like if you were to look back in the day to the days of, again, I didn't live during this time, but it seems to me that the days of Walter Cronkite were a lot more straightforward. Now, that's not to say that he didn't make mistakes or that, he, but just looking at it, it was always, to me, it seemed always very even-toned and non-political. I could be wrong on that, but... At the same time, too, I think that we really need a open and honest media. If they're going to be biased, at least let them be open about their bias. That's what I would say. Josue Vagia says, reopen them already. I'm right there with you. Uh, Vake, what's going on? Vake, that's a new name in the chat. JJ's in the chat as well. Let me head over to my DLive fam. DLive, what is going on, people? Glad to have all of you back at it. Glad to have you here. Phone Nemo's here. We got Captain Mr. Peabody, Captain Dean Heiss as well, Captain Mr. Roy over there, and let us see here. We've also got Captain K-Man, 
Uh, let's see. Captain K-Man says they claim in L.A. County in California that 4.1% tested had antibodies for CCP virus. And again, it's reports like that that are leading a lot of us to say, OK, it's not as bad as people thought at first. Captain Peabody says yesterday had a cheeky bugger of a mouse cross my desk, jump onto my shelf and run up the leg of my AT-AT. Wow. Uh, that sounds like a crazy moment in time. Think he was ho- yeah, think he was hopping, hoping he could steal it to walk past the cats. Wouldn't that be interesting? A little mouse, a little rat. I guess you said mouse uh, using an ATAT to take on cats. Phonema says, "I think the reopening should be situational." I agree. Again, I think that uh, obviously, if you're in places like New York where the cases are much much higher, etc., okay, we can take a little bit more measures. But even then, I think that. If, if, if it was me, and I'm not a doctor, and I'm not an expert, but if it was me, the thing that makes the most sense to me is let everyone who is young and healthy go about their everyday lives, and anyone that is over 65 or in that danger zone of being immunodeficient, be like, you have to stay home. You have to stay home, and if you have family that's going to be out and about, then they have to take precautions, right? I think that, in my opinion, would save the economy and also would reduce uh, reduce the death rate, is what I think, personally. Because if you were being told, hey, you're responsible, if you go out of your house and you're 65 or older or your immunodeficient people are relying on you to wash your hands and take care of yourself, I think that would change the stakes just a little bit. I don't know. Wouldn't that change the stakes just a little bit? I think so. Uh, but again, that's just me. Dean Heiss says, Captain Dean Heiss says, did your governor declare K-12 through not reopening this school year? Ours in Ohio did. I don't know about our governor. I, I think he did for public schools. All I know is that our bishop, because I'm a part of the Catholic school system, um, we're we're doing online learning through the end of May. So, yeah, we're, we're not coming back into the school building uh, this year. This school year, at least. Phonemo says, how would you factor students suffering from depression in that situation? Again, I would include those in the group with, with anxiety because usually it's it's either anxiety, depression, or both. And the same thing. I would be willing to work with any of those students and give them extra time and be willing to you know give them any sort of leniency that they might need. Absolutely, man. I'm, I'm willing to work with people, but I'm not willing to work with Everyone, especially when there's a large portion of students that are taking this time and treating it like it's summer, and oh, I have to occasionally do work on the side, because there are a lot of students that are doing that. I would say more students are doing that than are the ones being impacted by anxiety, etc. Captain Bean High says, how goes the moving situation? Ah, very good question. So basically, um, yeah. Close happened, so we do have the house, which is great. Um, we had some work that was being done on it because one of the things that we found in inspection was a leak, and so they were just finishing that up the other day, and we were waiting for them to because basically it affected where they had to do drywall inside. And so once that was done, we scheduled people to do some cleaning of the carpets, and we also have people coming in to clean that. We're doing like a deep clean of the house, I think, on Friday because of obviously the schedules are crazy right now. Uh, so basically, it's a slow process right now, and then Friday should be the day where after it's clean, we can start to actually move major items in. Uh, so very, very excited about that. We have Wi-Fi going in tomorrow. I have to get up early to get that set up over there, and that's going to be probably the situation that's going to cause the most disruption for the channel uh, is because once the Wi-Fi is up there, it has to be down here. That's just what they told me. And um, so that's where my background will probably change because I will not be in any type of office probably until, you know, end of the weekend, maybe, I would say, thinking of it, trying to get 
you know, movers and stuff like that to move furniture, but we're going to try and move smaller stuff before that happens. Um, so we should be on possibly to do a Saturday night stream. I might be on for Friday night tights, but really at this point, uh, it's hard to say. But thank you for asking, Captain Dean Heiss. I appreciate it very much. And uh, Stabber, thank you for following over on DLive. I appreciate it. All right, jumping back over into the YouTubes. JJ is indeed now in the chat. Um, let's see. Nathan Slay says, have you seen the Transformers movies? If so, are they any good? If you mean the live action ones, I have seen them and they're all bad. Even, even the first one, like some people say the first one's the best. I will agree. It's the best, but that's not saying much. <laughs> they're just not very good. I've never seen the animated movie though. Hardwick says, did you dislike that Mission Impossible Fallout? Ethan and Julia were divorced. I know they did it to set up Ethan with Lisa, but I don't like it. Yeah, I mean, I, to me, it was such a blip on the radar that honestly, I didn't even rem- remember that until you mentioned it. So I guess it really didn't bother me at the time all that much. Didn't bother me at the time all that much. Uh, let's see. Thank you very much, Heimdall, and thank you, Tina, for letting them know how to contact me. If you have a question or comment, and you're not a member, if you are a member, you don't have to worry about it, uh, but if you're not a member on the channel, just type in Odin Question, all one word, Odin Question, as it says right here on the screen. If you type that word, it'll highlight orange on my screen, and it'll let me know you're trying to get my attention. Um, Edgardo Martinez, what's going on, good sir? Let me pull up my... Uh, stream labs real quick because it's not going to show the full message here, sadly, because they just keep updating it and it's just not any good. Uh, but thank you very much for the super chat. Let me just pull this up. Get my dashboard. And here is the message. So, Egardo Martinez, thank you very much for the super chat. Says, uh, what if I found out that being the movies of today on most cases really bad and woke and not going to cinemas that movies have become unnecessary. Wait, what? What if I found out that the movies of today on in most in most cases I'm I'm assuming that, again this is very it's hard for me to read this. Hard, most movies of the day in most cases are really bad and woke and are not going to cinemas that you're not going to cinemas or the movies aren't going to cinemas that movies have become unnecessary. Now I would disagree with that wholeheartedly because movies are not unnecessary. Uh, movies are still the lifeblood of my life. There are still several great movies that come out every single year, whether it's a major release or a independent film. I would say most films are coming out smaller scale, um, more so than the large act live action ones. Um, but I don't think that's true. Right. As of right now, no, that's not true at all. Movies are absolutely still necessary. Um, and I think that I would say, um, a lot of them are still really good. There's a lot of really bad ones. There's definitely a lot of ones that have become woke too. Um, but I would say a lot of them are pretty great. Um, so hopefully I read that correctly again, but it was, a, uh, I, I'm a lot of misspellings and weird places of words. So it's hard for me to read. Sorry, man. Um, uh, anyway, uh, thank you for the super chat though. I appreciate it. Laura story. Uh, thank you for being a member for two months in a row. I really do appreciate that. Uh, Jay Stove, thanks for being a member. Forever Sci-Fi, Aiden Vickery, Father Christopher Miller, Gloin de Hobbit, Mr. Peabody, Vashta Narada as well. I just saw those all pop up here. Uh, so thank y'all very much for being members on the channel. I appreciate that, that. Appreciate that very much. So. Hardwick says, The Quick and the Dead is a Western directed by Sam Raimi. It's about a mysterious gunfighter, Sharon Stone, in a corrupt town. It's very stylized with horror and comedy elements. Interesting. Tina says, She said it's so serious. They've been on the phone with 
Austin, the state capital, and these kids are out playing in parks or sitting at the shelter eating cereal while their moms watch. Damn, wow, that's terrible. So, so talking about our Valkyrie Steph dealing with that nonsense. Wow, yeah, that's, that's ridiculous. I feel really bad for her. Uh, Happy Dinosaur 8000, what's going on, man? Uh, hum Baby Baseball, what's going on? I see you in the chat as well. Member Ergardo Martinez, I see you in the chat. If you have a rewording of that question, please just leave it in the chat, man. I'll, I'll, I'll see it when I get to it at some point. <laughs> All right, let's see. Oh, lots of chats. How many people we got in here tonight? Only 40 people. Wow, low numbers tonight. Please smash the like button, please. Helps me out a lot. And please share the link if you can as well. All right, Jay Stowe in the chat. Nathan Slay says, Since Scorsese thinks that Marvel movies are theme parks, I really wonder what he thinks of Indiana Jones, Star Wars, Back to the Future, and Jurassic Park. Well, I think he thinks of those films as being, you know, big-budget action films, right? I think he views them as blockbuster films. But I think what Scorsese's comments are actually a very... I agree with Scorsese significantly. And the reason why is because if you look to those old school, right, the, the really Jaws was essentially, many historians argue, the first major uh, like summer box office blockbuster. Like the, the, the origins of the blockbuster, many argue, go back to movies like Jaws, where it's a simplistic story that brings in a lot of money and it's meant to bring in a lot of money. However, even if you go back to those stories, they are so much more rich And they are so much more interesting and intriguing and engaging than a lot of the crap that we have nowadays. So I I would say, I think his argument would be those films are blockbusters in the traditional sense, but the modern blockbuster is akin to a theme park where it's, again, a thoughtless process, sadly enough. Again, does that mean that all Marvel films and all big budget films are bad stories? No, but I think his main point is that a lot of what we're getting out of modern day Hollywood now has less to do with making good movies and good cinema and more about trying to bring the most money to the franchise and to create a franchise. And I think that he's definitely on to something there. I would like to see more independent, smaller budget films that tell original great stories than a bunch of Avengers Endgames. Especially Avengers Endgames. Uh, Hologram Nunchuck, what's going on, man? Uh, Let's see here. Hardwick says, If you were eating a street taco on a sidewalk and Brie Larson drove up to you in a Nissan and told you to drop the taco and get in the car, what would you do? Such a random question, dude. Um, I would say, hell no, I'm eating my taco. Uh, Julia Rose Cook, what's going on? Glad to see you in here. Nana Reaper says, Four days Kim had open heart surgery and when... Uh, doctor, when PR department, CNN are saying complications, I believe that things in North Korea are worse for him than grave conditions. And as I said, yeah, I, I just, I don't believe anything. I just don't believe anything coming out of it. So <laughs> you said two things I don't trust in there. You mentioned, <laughs> you mentioned Kim Jong-un and North Korea. Oh, okay, sorry. The two things you mentioned are North Korea and CNN, and I don't trust either of them. <laughs> Uh, Hardwick says, it's possible that many Americans already caught a disease that's similar to this, but less serious and develop antibodies, sort of like how cowpox immunizes you from smallpox. Yeah, again, uh, even then, I think that a lot of people caught this specific strand and then just showed no symptoms. I I think that both can be true. Cupcake Geek says, it's definitely a different situation in the U.S. than it is in the U.K. That is also true. 70B, what is going on? 
Glad that you are now here. Sorry about you dealing with all that madness. Orange Hour View says, I received a badge of honor today. I have a criticism of the Episode 9 novel directly to Ray Carson. The result, she blocked me. Seems she's unable to take criticism. Also, reopen the theaters. I agree with that. Reopen the theaters. I have no knowledge of the Episode 9 novelization other than the leaks that we had early on. Um, but that is a badge of honor indeed. Good sir. Harry Bentha, what are your thoughts on Minority Report? Great flick. Great Tom Cruise flick. 70B, hello, Chief Lord. I was tardy for the party. Again, it's all good, 70B. You were dealing with a lot of garbage. Uh, Tina says, uh, just told, Bruce just told us he saw Naked Prey. I did, and I was not a major fan of it. I think it had a lot of, uh, it had a lot of objective flaws. I gave it a C, a solid C rating, Bruce. Um, Phantom Manis, did you hear that something is going down with the leader of North Korea that are unconformed reports? Yeah, we, we, again, re- <laughs> we've already mentioned, ah, never mind. Uh, Edgardo Martinez, I mean, I will keep old movies just like the music. I almost don't hear anything new. Edgardo, I mean, I will keep old movies just like me. Mu- what? Context. I need context. Uh, Hyperin, I've played the Transformers game, both Autobots and Decepticons on the Nintendo DS. The fact it has a better plot and did a better job than the Bay movies astonishes me. Yeah, a DS game doing better than a high-budget b- film? Yeah, that that's pretty amazing. HyperNex13, movies versus television shows, which are better? You mean in general? I prefer movies. TV can be good. But if you just mean movies versus television, I, I would prefer movies. In a general concept, you got to be more... If you're talking about certain movies or certain TV shows, you got to be more descriptive. But if you mean in general, I prefer movies. Hardwick. Hardwick, I feel like I need to start charging you for the amount of questions that you ask me. I really do. He says, what are your thoughts on the digital alterations that Disney Plus made to Lilo and Stitch and Splash? They're dumb. Any type of editing of the past is stupid. Uh, Bruce says, sorry, I was on the phone with the grandsons. Tina told me you finished Naked Prey. Yes, indeed, I did. Hopefully, you heard my thoughts on it. All righty, let me head over to DLive for a minute. Uh, Let us see here. Uh, Bendy Demon, what's going on? Thanks for following over on DLive. Captain High says, your uh, your figure on the mic is a different position. Looks like it was stabbing you in the eye. It is in a different position. Normally, I have him backwards, and I was like, you know, I'll have him forwards today. But if it's bothering you, boom. There you go. Now he's back in the regular position. Definitely eye stabbing, says Cat and Peabody. Well, there you go. I fixed it. Uh, he says, also, don't trust the media. They claim there is a place called Australia. That is also true. You never, ever want to trust the media, especially when they claim Australia is real. Uh, the New Raindrop over on DLive says, What is your favorite movie of all time? That's, that's such a loaded question to ask someone that loves movies. So I always say there's three movies that are in a rotation with each other. They are 12 Angry Men, It's a Wonderful Life, and Casablanca. All three are great films. They're all rotating for that number one spot constantly. However, there's also my favorites in certain genres. There's also my favorites in certain years. And just, again, there's a lot of, <laughs> there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of factors when it comes to that question. Uh, Captain Adam, Frank, and the clan back over on DLive. What is going on? Good, sir. I appreciate it. Edgardo Martinez says, here in Colombia, it's going to take a really long time to theaters. Wow, what are the rates like down there, Edgardo? Let me know. 
Um, let's see. Tina says, when I switched over to you, Gary was in his third hour. He was supposed to only go to, well, that probably explains why there's a large portion of people that are not currently here because they're watching him instead. And that's okay. I like Gary, but Gary always goes on too long, comes on too late. He needs a producer that keeps him on his game. I volunteer. <laughs> in disguise what is going on good sir Greta's energy here what's going on Greta says hey Odin and everyone what's going on hope you're doing fine down in NOLA I have an X13 remember on Saturday we were talking about historical figures cinematic universe yes I do I just found a TV series called Marco Polo and he meets Kublai Khan closest thing I've seen yet but we could do so much better we could do so much better my friend is what I think that is what I say about that. Hypernex 13. Oh, hey, dude. I think Better Call Saul just finished. Spin off of Breaking Bad. Is it worth watching? I've actually only seen the first episode, and I just didn't get into it. I've heard great things about it. I've, I've heard the series gets really good, uh, and that it was a solid series throughout, which doesn't surprise me because it's the same guy that did Breaking Bad. I just, per, for me, I, I don't find Saul, was it Saul Goodman is the, name, the guy's name? I don't find him as interesting as Walter White. And Jesse Pinkman. So maybe I need to give the series another watch. I mean, I watched the first episode years ago when it first debuted, and I just couldn't really get into it. I did start a new series today, though. I started Marvel's Agent Carter. So I'm about three episodes in, and I'm liking it. It makes me sad that the good Marvel shows don't last very long, because I think it only got two seasons. Uh, but that is the series that I just started today. Nathan Slay says, You might have forgotten about a Robert De Niro, Martin Scorsese pairing that you might have forgotten about. Hold on, Nathan Slay. You said you might have forgotten about a Robert De Niro, Martin Scorsese pairing that you might have forgotten about. Just want to point that out. Um, <laughs> Shark Tale. I'm shocked he would even think of doing a movie like that. Shark Tale? Wait. What? Shark Tale? Scorsese? Shark Tale? What are, you, what are you talking about? He didn't direct it. Was he a voice in it? Voice acting doesn't count. <laughs> if two people are the voices in a movie, I, I don't really count that as much. Yeah, what is interesting, though, is Shark Tale music by Hans Zimmer. Now, that, to me, is a much more interesting premise. <laughs> All right, but it looks like De Niro is a voice in that movie. But that's not technically that's not a Scorsese film, though. All right, that's not a Scorsese film. But Hans Zimmer did do the score. Now that that's that's pretty interesting. <laughs> that is pretty interesting, my friend. Uh, let's just see. JJ says, "I sent you a little 1986 Transformers love to you on Discord." Okay, nice. I will check that out later. Uh, Gmunk76 says, I trust North Korea more than CNN, but that's not saying much. Ooh, Lord. Yeah, that, that's saying a lot. Slash Neon says, you see the 420 Death Sticks joke trailer for Mandalorian Season 2 on IGN. I think they need to go home and rethink their life. Yeah, there, there's problems with it for a couple reasons. One, they trolled everybody on a day that was not April Fool's Day with something that was specifically labeled as a legitimate trailer for Season 2. So that already should make people pissed off. What to me makes it even worse is that they were essentially promoting 420. And as you all know, I'm straight edge. I don't smoke. I don't drink. I don't do drugs. I've never smoked pot in my life. I've never wanted to. I've seen the impact that it has on people. And personally, this is, again, this is me speaking. I think it's stupid. 
Um, and so the fact that a major company like that is basically promoting people getting stoned is kind of ridiculous. So I dropped a major dislike on that video because of it promoting that nonsense. That nonsense. Edgardo Martinez says, sorry, Odin, bad English. No problem at all, man. <laughs> it's all good. I, I tried to read it as best I can. If you, if you have a rewording of it, just put it in the regular chat, man, and uh, I'll check it out. Uh, let us see. Chat jumped on me once again. Um, boom. Bruce says, we think our son-in-law had... The beer bug, uh, the end of the year docs didn't know what it was, but the symptoms were very similar. Well, again, remember that COVID itself is something that is, again, there's multiple versions and variations of it. Whether it was 19, that to me is probably what's up for debate. So make sure, yeah, I would, before, yeah, I mean, because again, keep in mind that a lot of the symptoms that come out of this are symptoms that you have from other things too. So as I said, I, I honestly think that when all of this is said and done and we have all the numbers and all the data, we're going to realize, oh, we overreacted quite a bit. Jaysdo says, Transformers, Fall of Cybertron, War for Cybertron, and Devastation are all great games. Uh, never played a Transformers game in my life. Phantomini says, I'm sorry for repeating it. I heard you. I heard what you said after I typed it out, and I was lazy to erase it. Mm-hmm. Secret Rebel 612, have you heard or watched Computing Forever, a.k.a. Dave Cullen, his on point, what what was going on? Uh, yes, I have heard of Dave Cullen, have, I've subscribed to his channel, and he usually has some very good takes. It's been a long time, though, since I've seen his videos, but I'm sure he's been destroying the nonsense that we've gotten recently. Tina B says, context, repeated questions. I think some people are just coming into the show, so that's why they're asking questions and didn't know you've discussed it already. It's all good. That's why you need to be here from the very opening. Don't watch Gary, who shouldn't be streaming right now anyway. A nooner going all the way until 3 p.m. his time? Ridiculous. Patui, ridiculous. Actually, no, that would be going all the way to 4 p.m. his time. Guarantee you he didn't start on time either. Hmm... <laughs> yes, I will call him out. Soul Assassin says, The Quarter did a story about a CNN guy faking having the virus, so screw the media. Damn. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, that's really bad. Nana Reaper says, I think the problem with modern movies is they rely too heavily on CGI and Dutch angles and explosions rather than on good stories. You're exactly right. And that's why if you go back to the old school, big budget blockbuster films, they have all of those great technical elements to them storytelling, visual storytelling, uh, great camera work, great scores, iconic scores. Nowadays, it's just all digital noise. I think you're, you're right. You're, you're dead on, Anna Reaper, if I do say myself, and I do. Hi, Renegade 13. So you have chosen movies. Good choice. I guess it's a choice of personal preference. They're both good in their own ways. <laughs> again, movies... Again if, again, if we're talking just about general movies, like going to the movie theater, I prefer that to watching television shows. Yeah. Uh, Edgardo Martinez says, here's the context, Odin. Here in Colombia, the movie offer here is... Ext- uh, the 
the movie offerings here are extremely reduced. We receive mostly blockbusters, recently very woke, and award-winning films. Okay, I gotcha, I gotcha, I gotcha. So for you, you're only really getting the big-budget stuff, and a lot of that stuff tends to have woke content in it, and so therefore it's the perception that most of the films that are coming out are woke. But I wonder, in Colombia, is there a Colombian uh, movie-making industry and are local Colombian films also dealing with the same thing? Is there wokeness in those films, or are your local films not? I'd be interesting to, uh, to figure that out. Bruce says, sorry to hear the Naked Prey only got a C. Maybe you'll rate Colossus the Forbin Project higher. You could be. You never know. You never know. I think it really tends to be, it really depends on the older film. Older films, to me, are usually hit and miss, especially when you get to that era, because Naked Prey is one of those films from the 60s. And to me, I think that there's a lot of films that came out in the 60s and 70s, especially, that are just not my cup of tea. There are some really good films that came out in the 60s and 70s. There's like there's classics that came out in the 60s and 70s, but there's also a lot of films that came out that I think are just way they they, they try to be too artistic and they end up just losing it. I don't think Naked Prey is one of those movies. Naked Prey to me uh, had a lot of really great things going for it, but it just also had had some blatant issues. Like there's one point where the guy is supposed to be naked. And he's running away, but you can totally see that he's wearing undergarments. It's called The Naked Prey, too. So I was like, not that I want to see his ass, but still, <laughs> it kind of, kind of like, that's, that's kind of a miss. Bigger, biggest problem, though, is there's one time someone from one of the tribes that's following him is dead, and he's breathing right there on camera. And I'm like, but wait, he's dead. Why? <laughs> Why is he breathing right now? Uh, so it's like things like that, or it's just like objective issues were, I think, weighted down. Camera work was very good. I like the camera work a lot, though. All righty, let's see here. HyperDex13, Saul Goodman looks like the clown version of Kevin Costner. <laughs> Tina says, I loved Agent Carter. It died too soon. Yeah, I'm just liking, to me, because some people, I think, would see it at first and say, oh, it's woke, it's pushing feminist agendas, but I think it's such a good balance because, to me, a problematic story is if all the men are evil. But in this series, there are really, really good guys. There's some really, really bad guys as well. And there's also some really, really good girls and also some really bad girls, too. So I think that it, it has such a balance to it that when they do present various things, it's like, no, it's fine because it's balanced. If things are balanced, then it's not a problem. It's when the scales tilt one way or the other that it becomes a problem. Um, 70B says, Odin's hair is askew. Which, which part? Is it this? Because I was laying down watching the show. I was almost late because I was watching the show, and I, I lay down on the on the couch behind me to watch shows. Yep. So I watched my shows. Yep. Edgardo Latina says, Since I've lost interest in recent movies because of wokeness and bad quality, what if I just lose the habit of going to theaters after isolation is gone? So that's a continuation from his last point. And again, I think that that's something that a lot of people need to ask. And I think that to add to that, it's not even just wokeness and bad quality. I think it's also convenience as well. Because now there are people that are getting movies instantly at home, new releases instantly at home. And so that's what theaters are kind of scared of is if we don't start to get the ball rolling on theaters reopening, people are going to become so used to it that that's just what they're going to expect. 
and you're going to have a higher number of people that either want studios to release their movies right away or are willing to wait for as long as it takes the studio to release it on home release. And if the numbers of the box office are going down for the studios, guess what gets moved up when they release it on digital? Because normally there's about a three-month window between when it leaves theaters and when it hits home release. That could easily now be changed forever because of the numbers. Of course, we don't have access to how well it's doing on home release, but I'm sure those studios are keeping very close attention. Griffin Turbo, I see you over there in the chat. What's going on, good sir? Jumping over to the DLive fam. Uh, Captain Adam in the F- Adam Frank in the clan says, it's all good, man. No, it's all good with you. Captain Dean High says, I was thinking about the Pope movie thing from Sunday. I don't think I heard the obvious one, Pope Fiction. <laughs> that is a good one. Uh, if you missed that, check out the Chosen of Valhalla stream that we had on Sunday. Bonimo says, Agent Carter is good fun. Yeah, so far, I'm having a lot of fun with it. Captain Heist says, I liked Agent Carter. Boom, there you go. A lot of positive vibes here. Captain Adam and the Clan says, it was good. There we go. A lot of people saying it's good. Glad to hear it. Um, the new raindrop says, I don't agree with the 420 stuff either. Yeah, to me, it's just uh, it's just too much. It's too much. Can uh, I don't want to pronounce that. Thank you for saying I'm breathtaking. I'm going to call you Can. Can, thank you very much for saying that I'm breathtaking. But something tells me that your name has something hidden in it. I don't know what it is. Captain Adam in the clan says, Gary who is Gary? And how dare he try and take up your time? This is Odin Day. Damn right. Damn right, Captain, Captain Peabody says, Virgin Australia is for sale. Did you want to buy an airline? It's a bargain and only $5 billion in debt. Damn. Well, you see, it doesn't matter what they're selling it for because you take on that $5 billion in debt, and that makes it not very cheap. <laughs> uh, Captain, Adam, <laughs> Captain Adam in the clan says, Time to tell him all why Anna is wrong on Avatar. Don't, don't get me started on Avatar, man. Don't get me started on that movie. He then also says, What you were laying down before the stream? How dare you, sir? Yeah, how dare I relax and take leisure time? How dare I do such a thing? All right, back into this chat. Let's see. Nathan Slay says, Sorry about the typo last time, but I think it's important that sadly great things don't last forever. I agree. I agree. Um, all right, let us see. Chat jumped on me once again, as it always does, but we're doing okay. Uh, we got 64 people now in the chat. Please smash that like button and share the video if you can. It really would mean a lot. Hypernext 13 says, who do you think is worse in terms of isolation? I mean, by not being heard of much, North Korea or Turkmenistan? There's a Turkmenistan? That's <laughs> what I say to that. Cupcake Geek says, Odin, I saw that and I was so surprised that Mandalorian Season 2 would be out already. Well, a trailer wouldn't surprise me all that much because from what I've heard, they 